time. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the new thing I'm picking up. The what? It's like the new thing I'm doing. Mm. It's like an addition to my to your to your training. Yeah, it's time. It's been ten years of like bodybuilding style. It's time to mm-hmm. switch it up a little. But I've like been for two months. I really focused on my like mobility and like flex, uh, stretching and shit like that. So I'm yeah. hella more mobile than I ever was. And really, it feels pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. So what do you what 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 was like that aha moment for you? Like, oh shit, look at what I can do now. I could like put my hands on the ground and then also pull what? myself. <laughs> I could touch my toes. <laughs> no, but I could like lay my hands flat. That's good. That's impressive. Yeah. And that's then not I can also like the were knees locked in. The, no. Knees locked in. You were yeah, lengthening yeah. behind your hamstrings, behind your knees. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You're such a liar. <laughs> yeah, of course. My yeah. Toes yeah. outward. Let me see. First position. Never mind. Let me toes see. Are always that outward. little ballerina. Can we see right now? Can we check that out? At the end of this. Oh, this is off air, right? Oh, okay. All right. Good. Good for you then. Good for you. That's what I need to start doing too. Stretching. I know that. Uh, Father Time is undefeated. So. Uh, I need to keep up and uh, do a lot of more stretching and mobility stuff right now. So uh, it's very difficult to uh, get things started. But um, Dude, try to throw a kick and you'll find out how non-flexible you really are. What do you mean? Like a side kick? Yeah, like, like a front a, kick? A roundhouse kick? Oh, a roundhouse. Oh, shit. Like bringing your leg up and around? The last time I did something like that, I fell. I fell to the ground. <laughs> The last time I did You're some kind of stupid like, shit like, like that. Yeah, yeah, I was wearing some tight-ass shorts. <laughs> yeah, like PTSD from, like, I don't know if I want to throw kicks. Like, I don't anymore. know if I want to do roundhouses anymore. I'll just use my fist. <laughs> I'll do, like, a little kick to the shin. Yeah, yeah, but, hey, whatever gets the job done, right? Yeah, true, yeah. I mean, I mean, so, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You don't, you don't lift weights anymore? I do a little, but not as much. It's mainly, like, body weight stuff? Uh, oh yeah, definitely mostly body weight stuff for sure. Really? Yeah. yeah, I. Uh, what leads you to that? Well, I'm a been a dancer my whole life, mm-hmm. and um, so when I became a personal trainer, I kind of was introduced to this world where there's a big misconception in the dance world about strength training, mm-hmm. where like automatically we think of excess weight or becoming more bulky or anything. So there was just like an aversion to it. And then when I kind of became a personal trainer and had to learn more about it, um, that's kind of the first time I really ever picked up weights regularly. Mm. And there's parts of it I really liked and there's parts of it I didn't. As Mm. I left, when all this quarantine madness happened and I left Lifetime and I started to do my own thing, or even before I knew I was going to be leaving Lifetime Mm. and I was just working out at home, I was kind of getting back to the basics of what I kind of grew up doing. Mm. So now I like... Um, I'm kind of finding the right balance of both, but I personally feel better when I'm doing more body weight exercises. Um, I don't really like the way my body feels. I don't really like the way my body looks when I'm pumping all those weights. Yeah, you, you don't did, like you that did pump. Like a, I didn't. I was always up a little bit. Yeah, thank you. you yes, never, I leaned out quite a bit. Yeah, you, so wait, you were you were bulky before? Just a little bit. I mean, first, if uh, let she me will think. Let me uh, <laughs> let me say the person that you're hearing on 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 the podcast right now, the female voice is uh, our friend, <laughs> our friend Kelly. Baker, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I didn't even, you, you were already oh, talking you. and I didn't even introduce you. How rude of me. I apologize. It's all right. I'm just going to leave. But, but, <laughs> but, um, but you were, you were pretty stocky, bulky? I mean, 
<laughs> or what? <laughs> I mean, I think so a little bit. Rigo, really? you saw me. I don't know. I mean, she's just a. I, I don't know if it was like because it didn't look. It wasn't like a bad thing. It wasn't like she was like buff as fuck or something yeah. weird shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She just looks a, a lot. It's almost like you. It, I almost feel like you look like a little longer. Okay. Than you did before. Yes. Longer. I yeah, feel yeah. that way. Hmm. I Usually, am. when you pump, you look whiter. Yeah, oh, so, so before she was you wider. wider? Yeah. <laughs> so now she looks she even looked, like looked a little bit taller when I first saw oh, you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some length. Uh, mm-hmm. You said something though right now about like the misconception of dancers have with weights. Mm-hmm. So n- having gone through the years that you did of lifting weights at when we were at the gym, yeah. Um, would you add in weights if you had, could go back to when you were dancing? I would, but okay. just like um, certain things. So there was a. Uh, so I moved to Las Vegas to be in a show, a Cirque show. So that's what brought me to Las Vegas in the first place. Um, I was 19 and had done very little strength training in general. When I was, we were creating the show actually in Montreal. So that's where Cirque's headquarters were. So we were living in Montreal, creating the show, and I kept having issues. I'd kind of grown up with like lower back pain, hip pain, um, issues in my neck, but mostly lower back and hips. From the training or just... From dancing. So, right, just repetitious movement in general. And when we're not offsetting that with um, corrective exercises, all you're getting is this, like, turned out situation where you're constantly using your external rotation. And um, and that's basically what us dancers live in. Like, that's pretty much the where we build from. We sit in ballet class for hours and hours and hours in these positions. And, you know, it's it's crazy. Um, But anyway, so I was doing... uh, we were starting to build the show and they have a physiotherapist on staff mm-hmm. where you can go get like worked on and they help you out with if your muscles are sore. So I'm thinking like, oh, I'll just go ahead and get a few massages and make me feel way better or whatever. And they do do that, but he would pull, you know, work on my body for a little and then be like, okay, let's do some exercises. And I'm like, bitch, I've been dancing all day. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to go do more exercising. Like my cat, I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah. But it was because he's like, no, you're, you're hurting because these muscles are very weak. Your butt is very weak. Your lower back is strained because your hips, like it all is this, it's this piece of this puzzle that as dancers, I don't feel like we talk about a lot. Mm -hmm. And so that's my, was kind of my first introduction to strength training and how it's not about, uh, what it's going to make your body look like, but how it's going to make your body feel. And the so, performance aspect. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. and the longevity of your career. I mean, there's so many injuries in the this um, industry. And I think so many of them can be prevented by just some uh, simple corrective exercise training, to be honest. But uh, I, you know, was even then was like a little resistant to it. And yeah. it wasn't until it wasn't until I really started training at Lifetime where I understood. And then um, and then after leaving and kind of getting back to, again, the basics of what I really like to do for my own body, finding the right balance of what works for me and what could potentially really help dancers in general. So, yeah. Um, so how sense. long? Yeah. So how long were you dancing before you got hurt? Oh, I mean, when I actually I've been very lucky up until oh it's not wood oh shit oh, just, <laughs> <laughs> just give yourself bad luck just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. it is wood bitch okay <laughs> so I, ikea wood uh, whatever that's fine <laughs> i've survived it all so far um so i i haven't really had huge injuries or i didn't growing up i didn't really have yeah. huge injuries i've never broken a bone um i've definitely just had pain and i think you kind of as a dancer embrace that you just kind of live with it mm-hmm. and 
well, I mean, an of, athlete in general, right? Well, okay, like, well, what kind of pain were you uh, experiencing? Just like muscle soreness, definitely okay. some lower back pain. Um, uh, nothing crazy. Some sprained ankles, like mm-hmm. nothing super insane. Yeah. Um, but it, in Cirque, I really, I did ha- probably had my most substantial injuries. So I, I grew up dancing. I started dancing when I was very young, three or so. Started dancing professionally at about 15 years old um, with a company and then was able to do some pretty cool things we can like talk about later. Tell them what movie you were in. Tell them what movie you were in. So I was in the high school musical movie. What? I know. What? You didn't can know you were sitting next to a superstar? A celebrity. Hello. Our, our first celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I, but yeah, I, so I started doing those. The first one I was 15, I did the last one when I was 17 or, uh, all just anyway, the three movies. So I was about 17 or 18, I think, when we filmed the last one. Mm-hmm. And in between that, I was um, dancing for a company. I was, grew up in Utah. So those companies don't have like a physiotherapist? Some like, do, like uh, Ballet West or something like that. That's a little bit um, more well-funded. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will have um, more of that at your uh, disposal. But the company I was in, no, there wasn't. There were people that would volunteer their time every once in a while to come in. But um, it wasn't like a regular thing. So yeah. you work for a company and then that company is contracted to provide dancers to whatever um, is going on? or Yes and no. Uh, this company in particular is called Odyssey Dance Theater. I grew up dancing mm-hmm. with them, grew up watching them. And I was fortunate enough to start dancing with them at a pretty young age and um, ended up leaving high school. I don't know why. I can't, still can't believe sometimes my parents let me do it. I'm very grateful. It led me to where I am now. But heavens, I don't think I could do that for my own kids. How old were you when you left high school? Uh, I was a... Well, I left my freshman year to like half of the year. And then I think I tried to go back for a little and then uh-huh. I was just kind of over it. So my parents, really? just, yeah, I got my GED and started dancing full time with this company. And so oh, to your question, the company means more like we dance as a group and we'll, uh, we put on our own shows generally, but then there are people that like bring us out. So I was able to tour Turkey and Germany and perform out in London and, uh, Really cool places with Damn, that's these cool. people. Yeah, yeah. I've been able to travel some really cool places because of dancing. I'm very grateful for it. I want to go to Turkey. Turkey was amazing. Istanbul really? was beautiful. Oh yeah. my gosh! Probably out. out of everywhere I've been between that and Japan. So I performed in Tokyo. I would love between to go those to Japan. Two, that's my dream is to go amazing. to Tokyo. That's where I want to go. It's I don't dopeish. know if I want to go there. Why? Everybody really wants to go. I don't know. It just seems like really over, like even more commercialized than like cities in the United States. Like so what? Everything is about what sales is and like advertising and just like. Isn't that every place though? Yeah. I mean, they you have should com- like go and enjoy it. It's like going to Times Square to, on like. Uh, on steroids? Steroids. <laughs> really? <laughs> like on every drug imaginable. It's crazy. Yeah. I've uh-huh. heard some crazy shit about that. And like yeah. they have those little pods where you get like one person sleeps and then another person sleeps above and you can just pay like $10 a day and you have a bed. Do that. I can't say yeah. that I did that, but no. I believe it. Mm. <laughs> I believe that some it's there. Shit. So um, you, so you leave high school, you start doing high school musical the movies? Yeah. So I started dancing with Odyssey and then the high school musical movies were kind of littered in through that experience. I was also, um, through that was, I, I was on featured on, so you think you can dance for a little bit. That's what kind of mm-hmm. led me to, um, I almost moved to LA to kind of pursue the stardom. I mean, it's just, dream. it's kind of the next, <laughs> like when you are, on, they were actually, so I auditioned when I was 18 and mm-hmm. they did this, I was very flattered. They did a whole thing on 
on me and um they asked me to come re-audition the next year i mean it's a very interesting world this you know reality yeah. tv show kind of thing and not so much reality i mean i don't want to like get too much into <laughs> it but <laughs> this is one of those like <laughs> okay what we talked about before we started <laughs> no i mean it just is what it is right they're there to put on a show it's entertainment it's entertainment and yeah, yeah. so they talked to me afterwards and uh i they actually had told me that um Anyway, so they just had talked to me about (laughs) potentially coming back the next year. And instead Mm. of doing that, I um, took the job with Cirque. So that's what brought me um, to Las Vegas. So that was kind of the timeline on that. And then Mm. when I did Cirque, that's when I had my first like pretty severe um, injuries. I had just a few herniations. Again, nothing insane, but I definitely feel that. Lower back? Um, My neck mostly actually. We had like these crazy headdresses that we had to wear for one or two oh, of the numbers. Shit. And then I had this really like heavy wig in one. And mm-hmm. so when you're dancing and just put a lot of pressure, put a lot on, of pressure there. on the neck. And huh? again, I don't think I was doing the preventative exercises that I potentially could have been, at least for my lower back. Mm-hmm. My neck, that's kind of hard. I'm not about to be like doing a thousand. Doing so <laughs> you're, not gonna do, you're not going to do those uh, Mayweather uh, those little <laughs> head, what are they called? Neck bridges? Or, I, there's something that he puts this like contraption oh yeah that thing's cool I want to do that all yeah, the time nope 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 oh, yeah, I had to do the opposite of neck. that <laughs> 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 I had to have this like traction machine that would like hook to a door it was not oh really kind of like de- it, to help de- yeah. decompress it mm-hmm. uh, exactly oh shit but cool. yeah so I didn't I, I was again I'll say I'm pretty lucky I had and then I moved from that show to um, I left that show actually and got pregnant with my first child mm-hmm. And then when he was about six or seven months old, I moved back for a different show. I auditioned for another show. I honestly didn't think I'd ever come back to Las Vegas, but brought me back to Vegas. So before, because I know David, you said it, so now he's going to ask you. Mm. But uh, I want. what is the pinnacle of like dancing for a dancer? Is that like getting to Cirque or doing mm. the movies and stuff like that? Um, I think it's different for everyone. Okay. I think that they're everyone kind of like grows up with different ideas of what success means to them. Like for some people it's working with a certain person for some people it's making it onto TV or in movies. Some people they want to, you know, uh, dance with a certain company. There's some really so prestigious there's a lot of places you could go with a that lot girl. of places you can go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think it kind of depends on, on what your aspirations are. And, and so what were yours? I don't really know if I... I mean, I, you hit quite a few of I know, other people. It seems, really like, it. It seems right. like it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, again, I mean, I can't say how lucky I feel to experience what I have experienced. Mm. I was also very lucky because my mom grew up in the industry. My mom's a choreographer. Oh, she was a dancer. Okay. She's, oh, she's the shit. She's so, yeah, yeah she's dope as hell. Mm. She danced with Michael Jackson. She was in commercials and she's done lots of like cool things, some movies, like, so she was one of the choreographers for High School Musical. So, so is that how you got started, just watching her? Yeah, like, I yeah. mean, I grew up, and yes and no. I kind of, like, it was almost a, a deterrent at some points. It's hard to learn from your mom. It's hard to, like, have her yeah. be your teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, dancing was always just a part of who I was. It was almost, like, never a question for me. And I don't yeah. know if part of that is because my mom was who she was and she did all the things that she did mm-hmm. and that she was teaching classes, so I was going to the studio, so... You know, I'm not really, it's like the chicken and the egg thing. Bye, Jevin. Where you're like, you don't really know which one comes first. Love you, Jeff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's really cool, though. I mean, I think that like, so I see like a lot of people like 
Denzel Washington's son now is doing movies and stuff like that. And mm. I always wonder, like, what what do you do when your parents like right. fucking dope as shit at what they do, and you're trying to do the same thing? Like, right. But that's dope that you guys kind of reached like a very both oh. professional level. Well, it's super like, cool, and we look back because my sister's also a dancer, and um, that we got to experience like high school musical movies all together. Like mm-hmm. who gets to do that? Yeah. And there's like a couple other like random MTV movies and things that we did together as well. And we're just, uh, I don't know. I've, it's, it's a really cool experience to have the, have that be as a family, but also it's almost like I grew up calling her Bonnie, right? I didn't call her mom most of the time. Cause so. all the other kids were calling her Bonnie. <laughs> Cause we uh, like we're working, right? right. We can be on yeah. set and be like, be mom. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, a, it's, it's interesting. I'm, uh, we have more of like a, I mean, of course she's the most incredible mother of all time, but we have a very friendshipy relationship. So yeah. I think that played a little bit into that is we, you know, we work together a lot. So yeah. having your mom being, you know, the person that she is, mm-hmm. uh, did that create any kind of like pressure for you? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, even like saying, Oh yeah, my mom was the choreographer of High School Musical. Yeah. Everyone looks at me and goes like, "Well, okay, like, what, well, what duh, you, of course what? you were in it." Then, like, uh-huh. your mom was involved. But it's almost like sometimes my sister and I had to work harder because we had to like really show that we deserved to be the there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and of course, am I going to sit here and be so naive and be like, "No, it had nothing to do with her being like, no." Right. But obviously, you had to have skills. You had like, you to can't be just... able to hold. Yeah. yeah. And to be honest, though, some people don't know this, which I am very proud to say this is we have different last names than my mom. And so when we auditioned, mm. like they don't get to choose. They obviously like put in the people that they like. And then ultimately the higher up people choose who they, yeah. the looks they want and everything. And so they didn't, I don't think it was really common knowledge that like they knew, they knew who she was. I mean, yeah. you, guys, but I mean you guys knew it that you were good enough that you didn't need it. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, are... yeah. And we were there helping with like auditions and we were helping, uh, we would help in any way that we could again, 15 at that point. So there's a limited amount of things I was understanding or that I could help with, but mm-hmm. yeah. Just, and it wasn't a big deal, right? High school musical wasn't a, on anybody's radar at first, the first one, we really? didn't know we were, What I thought that shit was like big as fuck. When it no, was it was out. huge. But when we were making it, we had no uh, idea, okay, right? Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't like it but was it's a, this it's huge a, thing. Is it a Disney movie? Yeah. It was, but it was just an, like, well, Disney I mean, I think I, uh, we are, well, Oh, it's a Disney Channel movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought it was actually put out in the theaters. The third one was put into the theaters. The first uh, two were just like on the okay. channel. Okay. Because always usually like Disney movies are like, they're promoted as big deals. Right. They don't put out movies all the time. No, like, for sure. You know, like other studios. But uh, yeah. But yeah. No, it was oh. just a channel. It was just a channel movie. Just and channel it just movie. like. And you put it on the map. That's right, bitch. <laughs> it was all because of me. That's right. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Kenny, who choreographed it, I mean, I think everyone knew that there had some serious potential. The guy who um, directed it um, no. and choreographed, he, I mean, he did Dirty Dancing and tons of Hocus Pocus. Like, he's a huge, newsies, huge, huge, huge deal. I'm obsessed mm. with Kenny. I love you, Kenny. Why do mm. all dancers want to do the Dirty Dancing thing? The lift? They want to lift each other. Oh, I think you know what? You know what? The dancers I, don't. I think, I think everyone in the world wants to do I think, the dirty dancing I think it's lift. every single female <laughs> has watched that movie You think it's like a romantic thing? <laughs> I, not me, no. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's a romantic thing at all. I, don't I think hate it's a rom- that lift. That's my least favorite lift to do. Oh, so you've done it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Come on. I mean, I think if you're a dancer, then you have to do it. I mean, there's been shows that I've had to do that lift, uh, but... 
honestly, actually, the more I think about it, I think one of the only times I've done that particular, I think I did it when one show once, but then I did it in a commercial where we were doing different snippets. Uh, it was for like this soft, no, um, Gosh dang it! I sound like an idiot right now. It was for this uh, so, uh, cyber like security software company. Okay, dancing. So Were random. Dancing and <laughs> no, it was security? so so random, but it was the most fun job because we did uh. this. Um, we did this crazy thing where we did a bunch of uh, like moments from movies you recognize, but because mm. of what we did, so like, but it was all one shot. So it was the craziest thing I've ever done. It was so exhausting. But one of the shots was me getting lifted in the dirty dancing lift so that yeah. people would know that it was like, that name? was one of the Does movies. Have a name? Which one? The that, lift? Like lifting? I literally would probably call it the dirty dancing dirty lift. Dancing I mean, lift. <laughs> Everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Like an overhead press lift. I don't know. Like, All right. So we had, I had to interrupt anyway. you. We had gotten you to, you had your first son. Oh yeah. So I had my son. Um, he was about six or seven months and I had a friend reach out to me and say, there's a show that we're auditioning for. I think you'd be really good for. Um, you should think about auditioning. And again, I hadn't really thought about moving back to Las Vegas, but the timing was just kind of right. So I drove myself out to LA, auditioned and ended up getting the show and moving, um, pretty quickly back to Vegas for showstoppers at the win. Um, and, uh, I'm assuming that you didn't, I'm a, I don't, you don't, I don't think you got like super huge while you were pregnant, but like, <laughs> were you in shape to um, dance six or seven months later? So, I mean... I was really, uh, with being pregnant and, um, being athletic in general, I think the more you can be doing before you get pregnant, the more comfortable your body is with able to like still do those things. Mm -hmm. So when I got pregnant with Croy, I mean, I had obviously been dancing for a very long time. My body was very used to it. I really didn't start showing until five, six months mm -hmm. and I was still performing on stage, um, until oh, that wow. point. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, uh, a little crazy. Uh, yeah. But then afterwards, I didn't really have anything to get like snatched really fast afterwards. Mm -hmm. But I guess comparatively, yeah, I feel like I got back into shape pretty quickly. But how was that mentally for you? Like knowing that you didn't do shit for all that That's whole time? That's a really time? good question. I, because I totally grew up with body issues, like a yeah. lot of them, like body dysmorphia. I think we all have it. I think so too. It, I will dance though? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, and just being like okay. a little female, <laughs> a little girl. Uh -huh. um, I mean, you sit in front of a mirror in tight clothing for, yeah. you know, four to six hours, mm -hmm. four to six days a week. It's definitely does a number on your brain. Like, mm -hmm. and you're, and constantly comparing yourself to everyone else. You know, it's a, a validation game where you're not really getting a lot of it and you're not really taught how to, give it to yourself. And right, so, right. And, and you're already having all these like, am I good enough teenager girl issues yeah, and yeah. layer that on top of think, it. I don't think that's even just teenager. I think that's just being a person. Just right? being, Probably. Like, yeah, just being <laughs> a human being. Real. It's part about human being. I must be yeah. 30 and I'm like, dude, what the fuck have you done with your life? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, but yeah, I am the same exact it's way true. though. I mean, I'm 35 and I look back at my life. I'm like, what the fuck you've been doing for like the last 35 years? <laughs> for all you know? 35. All 35 <laughs> years. I'm like, dude, you could have been doing so much and you would have been in a different position that you're in today. 
But yeah. that's that like comparing yourself to other people. Absolutely. That's what but yeah, that's there you exactly go. Yeah. You know, you start comparing yourself to to different people, and, and that's what my therapist says. Mm. I'm seeing a therapist, by the way. Good for you. And um, everyone should. Everyone should. For real. Yeah, real. Yeah, Rigo, we're looking at you. <laughs> we're like, F, bring it up so we can look at Rodrigo. Like, My therapist hey, grows on a tree, and then you roll it up, <laughs> and you and roll light it on fire. And it helps you deal with shit. <laughs> oh, boy. But, but yeah, but those are some of the things that I need to work on is, you know, always looking back and, and, and you know, having... I guess we're our own worst enemies, right? Oh, so, for I mean, sure. so to be able, you know, to say that, you know, uh, it's definitely, uh, um, how can I put it? Um, I think it's exactly what you called it. Comparing yourself to other people, yeah. that are your age or your right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they're Or even looking at your peers and seeing what the right. levels they're at. They're yeah. at you well, know? And, it's, and, and dance is very competitive, right? I'm assuming. Very. Yeah, I mean, so. if, you, if they get the spot, you don't get it. Like, yeah. it's not like a, oh, everyone wins. Like, there's one you're spot. Like, I'm going to kick off the stage right now. I so, mean, so in these it, auditions, you get in line. So it's, 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 it's exactly like Save the Last Dance? <laughs> I don't remember that movie. You don't remember that movie? What? That was the one with what's her face? And Julia. What's her name? Oh yeah. Julia. Uh, what's her name? Styles. Styles. The, the Ice Cube song. It's been a hot minute since I've seen that. Yes. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was hard for me to watch. I think. That's if a I movie? remember, if I remember correctly, I feel like that one was like not very good as far as like for a real dancer. Yes. Oh well, oh, for okay. us non-dancers. For yeah, maybe for you. That shit was. I mean, I honestly could be talking out my ass. I don't remember it at all. Maybe it was good. Maybe I was just jealous. She's going to listen to this podcast me. and she, Julia Stiles is going to be like, what the fuck? I practiced <laughs> so hard for that movie. And that's the thing though, right? Like, yes, yeah, she probably did. And look at me like being judgy about it. It's fucking yeah, rude. Yeah. It's that dance mentality. It never goes away. But what I was yeah. going to say to what you said is mm. like, we literally, in some of these auditions, I mean, it's crazy. We'll get in line and they'll do a cut before we even dance, you know? based on solely how we look, solely what they're potentially looking for. Wow. Oh, yeah. You just get in line. And if you have, like, four blondes, and they'll say blondes, brunettes, like, or height, they'll, like, it d- depends on what they're doing. Have you ever been wrong good? when men categorize them? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <All right. laughs> have you ever been? I'm like, oh, are we going to talk about that now? Okay, let's talk about it. <laughs> have, have you ever been cut before when, uh, like, just by looks? Or? Mm-hmm. I would cry. Because, yeah, I can't even imagine, even before you can even show what you got, you're already dismissed. Like, fuck you, I don't want to be in that movie anyway. To be honest, I don't think I've been in a situation like that where I was cut before I got to dance. I think that if um, sometimes I've been to you submit yourself for an audition and Mm -hmm. you can you either a yes or a no back. So I think there's been a few that I haven't been brought in for. Um, no, just like the way, like your headshot and resume. Okay. okay and so okay. if they're, you know, if you're not the look or whatever, or mm-hmm. if they already have someone that kind of looks like you in the movie or if someone's already that they, you know, they know someone that is your size or you look like an ex fucking girlfriend. Like, honestly, like it's yeah. so political sometimes, but it's mm-hmm. really, uh, I'm going to take that back. Yes, it is political, but it's more about, um, a puzzle, right. And you're just trying mm-hmm. to find the right pieces. And so it's not personal and that's the hardest yeah. part. And you take it fucking personally. That's, you can't it's help yourself. Yeah, yeah. You can't it's help really yourself. Hard. But I also think that what you said is true though. Like if that judge is having something in their personal life, oh, for that sure. you just happen to look like the bitch that they fucking cut them <laughs> off in traffic or some shit. Right. Like, or even what? like somebody just having a bad day. Right. Right. Totally. Oh, I've been yelled at for thing. I, I'm not going to get into like, a who or a what yeah. but there has been times where i've been like Zac Efron, right? i mean <laughs> <laughs> no no we had a good relationship zach and i were buddies 
He, we, I went with him to, to see to the wedding, right. cra- wedding Crashers. <laughs> we went to the movies. Oh yeah. Mm, dang. He, uh, yeah. He's he's sweet. He's a sweetheart. We need to have him on like the show. That documentary that he did on Netflix. Yeah, I saw an episode of that. Yeah, he's cool. pretty cool. He cool. he's like a, a super genuine guy. Like no. what you see is what you get. I I really like I am uh, I like him a lot. He's a cool guy. Um, I mean when I met him <laughs> it's been a few <laughs> years but it seems like mm, he has like a, a really cool family like a no he has a really cool family and I think that yeah. kept him super grounded which mm. you know I gosh it's easy not to I couldn't imagine being super famous at like 15 or 16 yeah. I'd be so full of myself like, I mean I'm sure he was like I saw, still be during the second like movie right definitely mm-hmm. I, you could feel a little bit more the people were feeling a little bit like Okay. Yeah, Here yeah, I am. Yeah. I've Here arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Let's go. I'm an hour late, but, but it's mean, all right. Honestly, uh, uh, we were really lucky. We had a really, f- really cool cast um, for those movies. Everyone stayed pretty much like, I don't remember any drama. Like everything was really cool and kind. And in the second movie, I play one of Sharpay's friends um, that kind of like follow her around everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's the blonde one for whoever is like, who the fuck? Uh, what is that? The dog? Yeah. No. Dog. <laughs> um, I like Sharpay's. Uh, but she, so we were on like a different filming schedule. We were doing mm-hmm. a lot of scenes with her. So a lot of our stuff was at night. And then a lot of the other dancers were like during the day. Yeah. So we were doing night shoots. They were doing day shoots. Um, so it was a little different than the first movie, but anyway, I got off track. Heavens. <laughs> we start talking about Zac Efron and I'm like, oh. It's your story. Let's talk more about <laughs> it. <laughs> no, it was, it was really cool. So after you had Croy, mm. you get asked to dance again. Mm-hmm. You do that? Yep. So I go to the audition. I make the show. I move back to Vegas. What year is this? This is 20. 14 okay. no i moved back in october 2014 okay. and um then uh showstoppers happened and i was that was really cool oh i was talking about it because i really hurt my back i herniated mm-hmm. another disc in my lower back and that was definitely because i wasn't doing any sort of corrective exercising or just like exercising outside of dancing in general mm-hmm. these days are hard and especially um cirque we were doing 10 shows a week two shows a night five nights a week um with showstoppers our schedule was like kind of all over the place at Two first. Two shows a night, five times a week? Mm-hmm, ten shows wow. a week. Oh, shit. Plus like rehearsals. And then they're telling us, you, know, you got to do workouts too. And I'm like, haha, fuck you. Like, no, I'm not going to yeah. do that. Because you don't have, again, the understanding of why, right? Yeah. The gymnasts were much better at that. The people How long that were there. Days? Uh, I think if we didn't have rehearsals, I think our call time was like 5 or 5.30. Mm-hmm. It was a long time and ago. And you get off at... I mean, the second show starts at 9.30, so my show would end around 11. So I'd get out of there 11.30, generally. And if you had rehearsal, do you know? Do you remember? It would be before, so... Uh, How do you even have the energy I for know, that man. second show? Oh, it's tough. It's and tough. 9.30? I mean, I'll be super... It's hard. It's... Uh, a lot of and Red Bulls and... A lot of well, Red Bulls. Yeah. I mean... And on, t- that's on top of that, like a lot of girls, I'm assuming, or even the guys are not eating a lot because they're afraid to gain the weight, right? I mean, yes, yes and no. You're burning a lot of calories. So I, I can say that I, um, uh, I mean, yes and no. We ate, we ate food. Yeah. I didn't, there's definitely, that. there's an aspect of, that's a whole nother conversation, but. Um, the disorders. Yeah, it's crazy. Or I wouldn't even say disorders. It's just like this broken or unhealthy relationship with food i dealt with that for mm. a really long time and um i mean it's a thing in all athletic right exactly endeavor, right? no matter what you're doing totally 
Um, but yeah, the show thing, it's tough because not only are you doing that show again, you're doing the same show. So it becomes something that you're really passionate about and you love and you love dancing and you've worked your whole life to get to this moment. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're on stage and you're performing. And then like the 30th, the 60th, the 70th show, and it's the same thing. It starts becoming like anything else. It becomes, yeah, like I'm thinking about what I'm having for dinner later. It becomes, let's play a game on stage. It becomes, did you see that guy making out that girl in the third row? Do they think we can't see? Like, I saw some crazy shit, dude. (laughs) One time, oh my gosh, this is so (laughs) off off track. There was one time this lady came with like a doll, like a little baby doll and mm. literally had had bought a seat for this doll in like the third or fourth row and it was the most bizarre thing of all time i'll never forget it it was so strange i would have called security no it was so weird yeah. but i mean we saw all kinds of things maybe it was like one of those uh possessed uh you know what, dolls, probably, like annabelle right? it was like an annabelle situation really? Dead husband i try not to look there. directly yeah, at maybe. it <laughs> <laughs> no but all i mean is there's like a lot that we start um, and, and luckily we have people there to help us like get back on track. I yeah. had something really embarrassing happening to happen to me that I can't believe I'm about to tell you actually, but Let's hear it. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm 10 times share. a week performing that you got to fuck up every now and then. I yeah, mean, it has to. First of all, I'm super young, right? So I'm 19 when I start this show. And so, um, I would say I'm a hard worker, but this, the thought of doing 10 shows a week without knowing when that would ever end, I think really was overwhelming to me. And so mm-hmm. I, was out sick a lot and I, you know, and eventually I got a little bit, I cleared my head and pulled my shit together. Hopefully I, mean, I can look back. You're and, used to like moving and seeing new places all the time. Yeah, and it's, doing, it was, and now it you was feel like you're definitely here and different. Stuck. Exactly. It was very strange. And I had, um, I was in a, you know, a part of my personal life that was like, uh, everything was new. It was all right. new. Yeah. And, um, but anyway, started to get, I think I pulled out of that a little, but there was a time that I was on stage and really, like, you get so comfortable where you're having mid-conversation, looking at someone else, and we walk on stage still having the combo and then, like, smiling at the audience. And Yeah. There it's was one muscle memory, right? You're absolutely. Running on 100%. Exactly. Yeah. You were literally, it's one of those things where you're driving home from work and you're like, how the fuck did I get home? It's, yeah. it's show literally like, that. Show. But there was one time where, so the, the show's being filmed every night. So part of that is for, um, like, a safety reason, and then part of that is for, like, our person who's in charge to take notes show us the show mm-hmm. things like that make sure that we stay on top of it and so i guess she had caught me beforehand like kind of not paying attention while i was on stage mm-hmm. and there was one time that she like zoomed in on me during this routine which was my least favorite not that i should you know not that that should make a difference but it's just yeah. a really lame number where it was just like kind of hokey and the dancing's really easy and so i'm just like my least favorite thing to do i look mm-hmm. ridiculous but I'm like legit having like a conversation with someone else like on stage and kind of laughing. And she's like, never again, Kelly, like this can't happen. And it was a reality (laughs) check. So I'm like, fuck, Uh I got to make sure I do make this look new every day. Mm. I will say, um, there are people that I've, this is, I'm sorry. This is the things you want to be talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Absolutely. (laughs) There's probably tons of girls Uh, or dancers that, well, well, what I'll say is there's, uh, I, after I left showstoppers, well, showstoppers closed and I was lucky enough to jump into Donnie and Marie and became the dance captain there for a year at the Flamingo. And those two have been performing like Their whole forever, yeah. forever. And it is like, 
They and really they, been doing the same thing. They for really a long time. have <laughs> been doing the things. And I came in and That's watched so good, a few yeah. of their numbers. You know, like obviously we're dancing together and things. And I saw a few of their uh, interactions before I had um, been like in the show. And I'm like, this is like off the cuff stuff. Like they must yeah. be coming up with new shit every single night to say to each other. This is so funny. Hmm. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, they say the same thing, but they make you feel like it is brand new. And yeah. so I feel like being in that show was a. A huge learning experience. How for many me. millions are they making? That'd be hell. I'd be so authentic. <laughs> you see, like, they're honestly, like <laughs> half of the wall, the flamingo is just covered in them. <laughs> they're pictures, I know. Yeah. they're I mean. they're amazing. I loved working for them. It's cool, really cool people. Really genuine yeah. people. They're brother and sister. Yeah, brother and sister. Brother and sister. Yeah, mm-hmm. super cool. And then uh, from there, I went to my last show, which was and I did. Uh, I had Teddy while I was in, um, which is my daughter. I know. Mm. Sorry, Teddy. Uh, so I had my son before I started Showstoppers, Teddy while I was in Showstoppers. Um, and I had to leave that show early because I started showing at like two and a half, three months. Oh, wow. Way different than the first time around. Yeah, you had a man growing up. <laughs> <laughs> no, the second time I had a oh, girl. Oh, yeah, you had a girl. <laughs> She's like, watch out. No, I think, that's I think what they say, right? Your you body like knows what to do, right? Yeah. So like all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're doing this again? Okay, let me help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my stomach like. And really? It, plus the costumes at Showstoppers were not like dancey costumes. They weren't stretchy. It was like corsets and shit. So oh, shit. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot of give to begin with. So... Um, but yeah, I, uh, I, oh, and I had to get back into that show so fast. I, uh, cause it was closing. So I found out the show was closing. I had Teddy in August, found out the show was closing in September or found out it was closing. And then like in December. So I was thinking they weren't even going to have me back, but they brought me back. So I had to be back in the show at, I was in rehearsal six weeks after. Six Did you do weeks? anything different? Uh, oh like yeah. It was wise? super different. And then I had to be in, I was back in the show eight weeks after. In my costumes. What did you do different, like fitness-wise, <laughs> between your between Croy and Teddy? Um, like post, post, either post or just to try to keep yourself ready for. Um, back. so something that I did during and uh, while I was pregnant with both that I really liked and I always suggest to women that are pregnant is being in the pool. I just jogged a lot in the pool. I did a lot of workouts in the pool. Just mm-hmm. takes so much like of the pressure off of all your joints and things. Um, but again, I had been very active up until that point. What I would say to women that are pregnant that are looking to either stay active or be active is to really just stick with what you have been doing. Don't like try to be some like hero and learn new things and do all the new things while you're mm-hmm. pregnant because your body will be like, eh, I'm already kind of doing a lot. I'm growing a human. Can we just chill the fuck out, please? Like, (laughs) can we just chill and just do what you know? So, uh, in saying that, if you're not pregnant, but wanting to be pregnant, start to get active. So your body's like feeling good in a place where it will feel still in that homeostasis state where you're doing things that it's familiar with. Um, but if you're not, especially if you're not jogging in the pool is like a huge, huge thing. I know my mom did that with me too. Okay. I think that's where I got that. So <laughs> Thanks, Vaughn. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, okay. So so that's what you did. You started jogging in in the pool. Yeah, I started doing that. Just like more. I I did a little bit of like weight training, but mostly uh-huh. not. Again, that was kind of my when I wasn't that familiar with weight training. With weight training. Mm-hmm. So but it was. This, but in the second time, you started to just keep doing what you would normally would would do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Second time I was doing normally what I would do. Um, a lot of. Uh, Pilates. Uh, was there stretching. anything that you took out that was normally in your in your routine? Not really. Not no? until the end. Like when I'm when you're really pregnant, like 
six mm, in the third a trimester third trimester okay i definitely took it easier um, and then you kind of yeah forced to right yeah well, you're doing like the big lips like you dead lips and squats and no. all that stuff not no. really i don't know if you, you don't want to have the baby on the gym floor <laughs> <laughs> well there's, like, okay well there's a there's 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 this thing where you know uh I've seen pregnant women in their tri- at third trimester, and they're doing squats, they're right. doing deadlifts, they're doing overhead presses, they're right. doing. But like she said, it's usually girls that are already doing. If they're it. already doing it, right? Mm. Which I wasn't, so I had was still kind of like thinking that weights were going to make me chubby, and didn't really want to touch them, and like yeah. I didn't understand that side of fitness quite yet, or mm. in a way that complemented how I like my body to feel and look. Right. Um, where now I have a different understanding of it, but at the time. I was still doing weights, but not heavy ones. I would do, um, like I said, a lot more plyometric movement probably than than any kind of heavy weights. But I follow a few people on Instagram, and I've seen women who are pregnant, pregnant, not like not a little pregnant. They're yeah. like pregnant. They're, they look like yeah, but they but they know what to do, right? They're they're engaging their what they have of a core. They're squeezing their ass. They're taking care of themselves in a way that they know they're protecting what they need to protect. Mm. So it's uh, definitely don't do that shit if you have not been doing it beforehand. But mm. if you do, then you, if you've been doing that stuff, you have a pretty good understanding of how your body feels. And then yeah. when you're pregnant, I feel like for me personally, anyway, I felt like I even got to know my body a little bit better. There's so much like going on that you have to pay attention to it. And so I think that there's, your body lets you know, like, you know what, eh, let's stay away from this. Or that felt yeah. okay. Okay, cool. We'll stick with that. So the moral of the story is listen to your body. Listen to your body. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And don't be doing new shit while you're pregnant. No. Don't do any new don't shit. Don't do new shit. <laughs> listen, just stay, stick with what you, I mean, if it's low impact stuff, then yeah, yeah venture yeah, yeah, out yeah. a little. But if it's something and your body says no, then yeah, listen, to listen to that. Listen to that. Yeah. So you have Teddy. Six weeks yep. later, you're asked to go back on stage. Oof. Six weeks, I'm back in rehearsals. Eight weeks, I'm back on stage. Mm. And honestly, that was mostly by the grace of God. I cannot really take credit for all of that. I just, um, it came at a price. I hope this doesn't fall Uh, apart. I will say (laughs) that it came at a price. I didn't quite have the same, um, time with my newborn as I did the first time. Uh, Mm. I had to stop breastfeeding because I was, you know, starting to work out and, um, there's, this is, is this gross? I don't know. Cut it out if this is gross. (laughs) There's something like a, uh, a thrush that you can pass back and forth. Um, Ugh. I know, <laughs> but it's uh, it can be really painful for the mom. Not as much, uh-huh. not as painful for uh, for the baby, but um, it's like an infection almost where uh, from breastfeeding. And so I felt like I couldn't get rid of that because I was, I think I was constantly just like sweating. So it was like getting in. Anyway, I don't again. I'm not some doctor either I, mean, I don't even know what the fuck i'm talking but if about that is that something that occurs with women like it does sometimes yeah. yeah luckily i never had mastitis or anything crazy but teddy and i definitely i think i just was between not being able to uh be eating as much as maybe my body would want to to keep Rest a eat. milk supply yeah. yeah yeah and then also um just sweating and working out so much it was hard and i was away from her a lot more because i already had to be back into rehearsals so uh, I was very careful about the things I ate, um, but I didn't starve myself by any means. I was just uh, tried to be really aware of it and knew that if I wanted to be back in the show, this is what had to be hap- This is what had to happen, and and I just kind of went with it. Yeah. Okay, so now we're eight weeks past your <laughs> eight weeks past. Uh, <laughs> I'm back Teddy. in the show. Mm-hmm. How long till then did you become a trainer? Because what that would have been like three years ago, four years yeah, ago. Yeah, four years ago. So she's she's four now. Um, 
Yep. So four years ago, I was with Johnny Marie for a year after that. Um, and then I was in another show called Maryland at the Paris, which was only open for a little while. And then when that closed, I was going through something pretty big in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And, um, so when that show closed, I was still dancing, I was gigging, I was teaching a lot, but I, um, had to come up with, I, I couldn't do it anymore because of, I had to learn how to have a new relationship with my ex. We had to learn how to co-parent and mm-hmm. it was hard to co-parent when I didn't have a set schedule. Um, which when you're in the dance world and you're gigging, you don't, you don't know what job you're going to get. You don't know who's yeah. going to hire you. You don't know when the rehearsals will be. So gigging, meaning that you're like freelance freelancing. Okay. Yep. So I was okay. freelancing for a few months and then just, and, and it was a, a very positive conversation between me and my, my ex-husband that were, and he was incredibly encouraging of it. He was actually a personal trainer as well. And, um, he was like, I think you should do this. You'd be very good at it. Mm-hmm. and i mean in like a very nice way it was, was he like a dancer no oh, okay. uh uh in a very kind way said this is this is too hard with what your schedule is it's not going to work like mm-hmm. we need to figure something else out and he was right and honestly now that everything that's happened i couldn't be more grateful but so after that um i was still freelancing that's when i went to like japan and did some random things like that mm-hmm. uh, i came back and got my personal training certification and Started working as personal Who'd trainer. Who'd your cert through? Huh? Who'd your cert through? NASA. Oh. Aren't you a NASA? Okay. No, I'm not a NASA. No, I, I saw it out there. It's like the... NCSF. NCSF. Oh, bro. Listen, I have my... Listen, <laughs> Who are you? I have Nita. Nita. What? Who? Is that real? It's one of the oldest ones. <laughs> Who? I'm like... <laughs> Is it accredited? <laughs> yeah. Is it? It's <laughs> one of the OGs. Before NASA yeah. like, took over the big industry, they were like yeah. the big one. Really? Just teasing Regal. I have... I have a lot listen, of knowledge. Listen. Yes, Regal. Yeah, but my shit's from like YouTube. <laughs> he's like not from nito or whatever i have i have my own opinions about you know Those certifications certs, yeah. about sure. certifications but uh uh to me it's a little bit of a it's just memorization scam. that's a little bit a uh, little bit like right now i'm currently doing my research mm. and uh like I, f- I actually have a few days to get it done <laughs> but um so you're gonna go to click, i'm click, looking click, at click. all the charges and shit that they're charging you to get it recertified oh, yeah. just like Come so on, annoying. you guys. It's stupid. Yeah. But, I think but that if, mo- you should be, if you were like doing the job, if you've been doing the job for two years, then you should be, as long as you haven't like hurt anybody or something. Yeah. Crazy yeah. Like you had any <laughs> fucking like complaints or anything or like that. Yeah. Seems yeah. like it might get a little. But a little yeah. Scary. But I mean, but yeah, I have my own opinions about certifications. But I think, I mean, I everything that I apply to my clients uh, today, it's has nothing. Uh, I didn't get any of the information from these textbooks right. that I got. I always got it from um, hands-on stuff, you know, talking to other personal trainers, even, yeah, like you said, YouTube and yeah, stuff, like sure. reading articles and doing oh. all that. Google stuff. is my spot. Google, yeah. If you just <laughs> want to find some shit, I just Google this shit. And Absolutely. Just, yeah. I feel like I learned most of everything that I learned was from being able to watch the trainers around me. I learned so oh, much yeah, from yeah. them and mm-hmm. was able to... Because I was really intimidated. I've been doing this one job. I've been in this one industry for a this long all you time. Know. Lifetime all know. in itself is intimidating because you walk in there and You're right. motherfuckers are like, I got a six-year degree in kinesiology <laughs> or some shit. And I'm like, dude. Stop it. I, didn't, I, I don't know. I'm like, I just got my NASM. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, not to like sell myself short. I definitely have. I, I think you go in and you feel like you need to be like everyone else. Right. And it's a super intimidating. Again, mm-hmm. that comparative thing, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you can kind of like step away from that and go, okay, I'm me. I have my own Everybody set has their of strength. skills. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you kind of find that niche and 
kind of mm-hmm. start feeling more comfortable in that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that's how it is in a lifetime, huh? When you first walk in, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh. and then especially <laughs> like, so for me, I don't know if you had a four step interview, but I had like a four step interview and I was like, oh, they made you do like this whole, like they gave you like, oh, he's a 50 year old man with high blood pressure, diabetes, like blah, blah. They could come up with a workout for him and come in with it. So you come in with it and they like analyze that. So I'm like thinking in my head, like, all oh, the trainers there are just like brilliant, super smart. <laughs> they just come up with this shit like on the fly. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. like a day, I thought maybe they just gave me the day ahead because like, they got to give it to me before I get there. Mm-hmm. But then uh, while you're doing the test too in person, they're like asking you stuff to come up on the fly. And I'm like, dude, all these guys are like, what are they asking you? What are they asking you? Like, what do you They'll mean? just tell you like, like while you're doing your squat, right? Like mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, you know, my hip hurts or, or my knee hurts. Like, what should I do? Dip? Shake what? it off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up, bitch. Stop like a little ass bitch. But yeah, for somebody, so like, I mean, I worked at 24 Hour Fitness eight months before I went to Lifetime. Oh, so okay. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, and I had been a member there. Well, I had been teaching uh, to solely get uh discount on my membership because at the win they mm-hmm. were giving half off memberships at lifetime so if okay. you're an employee at the win blah, blah. so that's how we got suckered into going to lifetime in the first place i was very much against it to I begin thought with about going to work at win just to get i back. mean seriously <laughs> but when the show closed uh-huh. at that point like i loved going there for my kids like the kids academy is incredible mm-hmm. i kind of that's like that's how they hook the people with kids seriously they get the kids though. super excited oh, about going there it's amazing what do they got there what is it everything you could possibly think <laughs> they have like yeah. a million Karate, classes for kids languages it's amazing whatever the jumping flipping thing yeah. is they yeah. like it's a really cool space mm-hmm. um but anyway so when the show closed i was like i cannot not be here <laughs> so mm-hmm. i ended up working as one of the kid teachers like a dance teacher for the kids classes mm-hmm. and then i ended up moving upstairs into the adult classes and then so i didn't really have the same process as you because i was already technically an employee right. mm-hmm. um, and then just shifted into personal training what is yeah it? it's called ujama 24 what's it called mm-hmm. Like the dancing oh, class? Dan- yeah, you- dance jam, Zumba. Dance jam, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did some of that. Did some of that. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh, I was gonna say is I <coughs> was super intimidated because I had been a member there for yeah. years, and so I'd seen all these trainers for a long time, which was kind of cool because I kind of already knew some people. Yeah. Um, it, but again, like I was coming in as the newbie feeling very new like i didn't really know what the fuck i was talking about and these people have been doing this like this is what they've done mm-hmm. and so it was super intimidating but it's crazy like once you get to you start meeting like the other trainers like everybody would just like not in a show-offy way but everybody wants to teach you what they know like they're like oh yeah like, oh yeah. you need something for that You're like yeah i got something but and they'll just show yeah, you yeah, yeah. and it's not like in a negative way whatsoever it's literally just no. people trying to like help, help you learn you. and stuff and that's why i always tell you like if somebody's mm. a new trainer, I always recommend starting off at a box gym. Absolutely. Like a good box gym, not the red place and that, here and in the, and Well, yeah, that, I mean, that's <laughs> what, and that's what I tell people too. Cause I didn't do that. I didn't work at a box gym. I just started it's my own a box gym. Like yeah. I don't even, the, yeah. I don't I know think, what that term yeah. is. The red gym is a box gym. That's one that I would not recommend starting at. And then the blue gym. <laughs> the red <laughs> gym and the blue gym. <laughs> um, but 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 you yeah, learned so much. And yeah, and yeah, and that's the thing though is what that was my trouble was not having to that's somebody to pick their brain, mm-hmm. you know, asking asking them if I'm doing something wrong, if right. what am I doing right, uh, 
you know, just asking them all this information, feedback, whatever I can get. And so it was super difficult. But so now yeah. I always I always tell anybody that wants to jump into this industry, always uh, go into a box gym yeah. just for a little while. I, mean, I would totally. say, yeah, what we talked about before. Six like, months to a year. Yeah, six months to a year. Mm-hmm. Get your Soak feet wet. Yeah, yeah. And build up your, your uh, uh, reputation, yeah. clients. And, and kind of, I think at the beginning, you don't really know what type of trainer you like to be. You don't have that yeah. niche yet. Right. So I think that that is super important. I mean, because honestly, when I was getting my personal training certification, I really had zero interest in working at a box gym at like some corporate gym. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I've always been pretty entrepreneurial and I've been able to like kind of make my way teaching classes and doing dances and all these yeah. other things. The thought of having a normal people job was a little bit like Neh. to me See, I, that's crazy that's, to me that's the opposite like no. i realized like heck no like they teach you all the business stuff all how to run up and right. i was just like i don't want to do this i don't want to <laughs> run it like i don't want to run a business but I, i'm good <laughs> i was like really wanting to get my training because i wanted to do something on my own like i wanted to do my own thing and mm. so i was a little hesitant to start that but i would agree with you guys like absolutely i've this is what i've told people is if you are interested for sure start somewhere just to like i said soak it up there's yeah, so yeah. much to learn but even yeah. so even like myself i was lucky enough to have uh, uh uh friends that are in the industry so i was able to call them and ask them and you know pick their brain whatever but shit if you don't know anybody and you want to do right. this thing and you have like an entrepreneur i'm like in the same exact way right you know i want to be my own boss so it, it was definitely difficult but uh yeah but look at I you was, now you know what I mean? Look at me now. Look at you Look now, at bitch. I hired, I hired Jevin. Hello. Right? Like, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> just kidding, I, I was Jeff. Desperate. I love you. I definitely want to be my own boss. I just want to have somebody else to do all the like paperwork right. shit for me. Totally. Mm, you do that. I mean, and I think it all takes all different kinds, right? Yeah. Everyone has a different personality. Everyone has different strengths. And some people are w- willing to put up with that part of it to have it. Mm. But I think it's too like what you were saying where you're like, I'm 35 and look where I am and sometimes having low moments about that. But it's like the question you asked me where it's like, what's the pinnacle for a dancer in their career? And I think there's a different definition of success for everyone. Yeah. Cause I think, look where you are now. Like, I think this is huge. Mm-hmm. I think this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, uh, you know, maybe it was hard to get to where you Def- are now. This, 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 this definitely not the pinnacle, by the way. Just like, you know, but it's still <laughs> though, like <laughs> you are doing your hill. own yeah, shit. Chugging, like, and yeah, you yeah. did it on your. I think that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a lot of big uh, things and um, things that I'm planning, uh, and hopefully everything comes together this year that's with uh, so with cool. with all of the shit that's going on around the world. What? Hopefully, uh, there's things happening. Has <laughs> 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 there been weirdness? I don't, it's all normal like, I don't to know. me. I just came back from Cabo, right? <laughs> so. I don't Okay. It's, so it's, fire. <laughs> okay. it's true. It's true. It's been a little insane lately. It's been yeah. definitely insane. If everybody just worked out and got their aggression out on some weights, if everyone be cool. would just take that energy and choose to make yeah. some happy choices, be happy, cool. be a nice person. Who gives a cool. shit who's the president, <laughs> right? Yeah, fuck it. Who gives Whatever. a fuck? We survived these last four years, right? And we're all. Are you okay, Rodrigo? I am. Kelly, are you okay? I'm all right. There you go. Tupac said it best, though. They don't give a fuck about us, so let's just give a fuck about ourselves. Yeah. That's, that's all I said. Like, who, who, whoever is the president these next four years, who gives a shit? We're all going to be okay. Everyone just has to try to be the best people that they can be. Smoke some weed. Do some Smoke some weed. Do, <laughs> uh, do some Kratom. Uh, do whatever you need to do. <laughs> do Everyone, some Kratom. Different and strokes for right. different folks. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Put a smile on that face. So question for you oh boy. is, so now 
you're a trainer. Yes. You have clients. Mm-hmm. Kelly's my mom's trainer, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, I was told. But dance, obviously, is going to be still be a part of your life. Huge. Like, it's been huge your entire life. Mm-hmm. And obviously, your mom has is still in the dance scene. So yep. it's something that you can continue on for the rest of your life. Sure. Where, where's the balance now? Like, what do you, what's the next move? What do um, you wanna... For me personally, I, uh, I've been, uh, since leaving lifetime, since making the choice to kind of like go out on my own. Um, I've been very, very passionate about the idea of educating dancers about the things I didn't know or what people tried to educate me hey, about. Right. Very nice. So Good. I'm here trying to do, <laughs> Uh, trying to uh, help people avoid the problems that I had to deal with because mm-hmm. I was being a stubborn piece of shit and yeah. didn't like learn about you're not a piece of shit. That's Aww. just how it is, though. Your shit. ears are open to it when you're ready. It's, yeah. You know what? Again, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, reality, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, where yeah. we should be. But mm-hmm. um, so that's where I am now with uh, dancing, and I'm just trying to find the right balance. And what's cool about it is I feel like I'm able to take every part of my life that I've uh, ever been like interested in or passionate about. And it's all kind mm-hmm. of coming to this one thing. So I've created like a dancer strength training program where we focus on corrective exercises and things that are not what they tend to usually do. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like hours upon hours and hours. It's just help like helping them see that this is healthy for you. It doesn't mm-hmm. build bulky muscles. This isn't going to make you gain weight. This isn't going to make you unflexible. It keeps you mobile. It's going to keep you dancing for longer, the longevity of your career. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also there's a part of it that I focus on that's more about our brain than our body. And that's because for so long you look, I mean, as dancers, that's all we do. I mean, everyone does, but dancers definitely do look for that outside validation. We perform for an audience. We mm-hmm. audition for people sitting right in front of us. We sit and stare at this mirror. We are up against people and, you know, there's this competitiveness that uh, kind of makes you be a little bit catty or like feel a little icky sometimes. Where, yeah. um, But I think that also is like, the competitive mix with like youthfulness too. Cause like once you get sure. older, you can still be competitive as fuck right. and not necessarily wish that the other person's leg breaks. No, of course. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I never wished for that. Oh, uh, that was, on the record. That was my next question. <laughs> I never wished harm to okay. anybody, but it, it does a number. And so I want to teach girls at a young age that are She's in like the voodoo doll. Didn't she was like, like hello. She gave one a lot. Rigo. <laughs> What are you putting she, on me? She, she, was, she was one of the ones that gave like those half-ass good looks kind like, of smiles. Good luck. Don't break you a do leg. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know exactly. I'm like, are you sure you want to wear that dress? for that? Oh, like, yeah, okay. It's okay. You look good. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> no, that ain't me. But, um, but I, uh, I want to teach girls. So I want to start working with studios and individuals. Obviously, I definitely mm-hmm. have a few dancer clients, individual clients. But I want to start working with studios to help teach them the importance of strength training, but also how to fill their own cup, how to find validation in themselves without having to get it working on daily little habits. I don't know if you guys, have you guys read the book, the slight edge? No, I don't read everyone listening. Go read the book, the slight edge. It's so good. Mm. All my clients, whenever I try to start, um, implementing any of this, like daily habit, uh, positivity. I don't mm. read. I don't read. If there's a video or an audio book for it, then there's an audio. Know. There's All an right. audio book. Then Listen to it. I'll check it out. Um, 
But anyway, it's about doing the little things. Little things are easy to do. They're easy not to do. And mm-hmm. so it's those little decisions you make every day. And so I want to teach these girls. I work with um, I work with Foothill High School here in, in Vegas. I work with a couple of the high schools, but Foothill I work with very consistently. And they're doing this program with me, and we're reading that book together. Because mm-hmm. they'll, you know, if you can learn to make your bed every day, if you can learn to try to drink a lot of water, these little healthy habits that give you these wins at the end of the day, Mm. that's going to make you feel more confident, a better person. And eventually like that compound effect of doing that every day at this age will hopefully, it's not going to fix everything. It's not going to get rid of all of our issues as high school girls or boys or whatever. But hopefully it'll combat some of that to help make some decisions. I know that I made some decisions I look back on, which again, grateful for all of them that no I've made regrets. no regrets however mm-hmm. <laughs> there are definitely decisions that I made because of where I was in my with my mindset you know issues of my with my self-esteem or things that I I just if I can even help them a little bit avoid a little bit of that mm-hmm. I think they'll be better performers I think they'll be better people and so that's kind of where I am now I'm trying to kind of meld the two worlds and uh, it's been really cool and uh, hopefully I, I still teach a lot and I still perform here and there. So that's, mm-hmm. it's fun now that I'm not working like a corporate job. I'm a little more open to those things. I had to, that was tough. That was really hard to go into working every day at lifetime and kind of having to say no to these other dance jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now it's nice. I have a, a good balance. Yeah. Nice good balance. balance. yeah. Cool. Um, I do have another question though. Okay. It led to it. Um, so you've been on obviously the dancer side and had the mom who was the dancer as well. Now you're gonna you're a mom. Mm-hmm. What would you say to those moms who have daughters or sons that want to get into dance? Like as far as maybe keeping healthy, maybe like motivating them, whatever like things you may have like wanted or got from your mom mm-hmm. as a child growing up in the dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good question. I would say to not take things too seriously and to if have uh, it's tough because sometimes um i've seen a lot of parents get very i mean that's not just dancing right any sports any yeah, athlete yeah, those stage parents. The, the stage parents right yeah. where they're very involved um you'd think that i would have dealt with that a little with having my mom be as involved as she was mm-hmm. but it was almost the opposite so i was very lucky i didn't have to deal with that too much um but i would say that as long as your kid is enjoying it mm-hmm. that um it's definitely something that I would keep encouraging them to do. There's going to be days where they don't want to. Um, I remember telling my mom I didn't want to dance and I just wanted to play soccer or something stupid. And I, two days later, I was like, I miss dancing. Like, soccer stupid. Yeah, uh-huh. soccer so dumb. <laughs> no, but like uh, I think that just trying to keep uh, – I think if parents can help them keep a healthy perspective on everything. And again, you know – these body issues and eating disorders it's not i'm not saying it comes from the parents but if they can help be aware and uh, keep an eye out for their child feeling unhealthy acting unhealthy i think that it that will help alleviate some of those things actually happening again just trying mm-hmm. to be preventative um i mean it's becoming a bigger issue every, in every sport and every, everything yeah, yeah. yeah for sure so, yeah. i mean you know everyone's looking for the quick fix and yeah. fast validation and that's what I'm hopefully doing in these, this dancer program is stepping away from that. And what I do with my clients now that dancer clients, not dancer clients is there isn't a quick fix. You either decide to 
make good decisions or you make bad ones. Mm. And whether or not those are good or bad are going to add up to a good or bad day, week, month, life. Like that's, uh, I think if you can try to just make the best decision you can in 24 hours, they'll, uh, add up. It adds up. up. Yeah. True. But yeah, that's for dancers. That's the, with the parents. I think there's been, there was a few moments I had with my mom that, um, like she would feed me food because I was asking for it. Right. I was hungry, mm-hmm. but yeah. like a not healthy food. Right. And like a lot of it before I'd go into dance, which mm-hmm. again, isn't like that big of a deal once or twice. But if parents can just start to be aware of like helping cultivate healthy habits for those kids, mm-hmm. I think that that would help a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that so really if, your question. So if your kids wanted to go ahead and, and start dancing, mm-hmm. Uh, what would you do, or would Ugh, you let them, a or great question. really sit them down and be like, "Hey, this is what." <laughs> let me just tell you. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've I've had both. I've had feelings on both sides of it. Uh-huh. Um, I am convinced that my daughter will want to. She's already like, you can just tell. Like she just. I mean, my son's she's the already same way. Shaking and she's, shit for she's real. Like, Croy, like my son, <laughs> my son Croy, he already like feels the music and he loves dancing and but doesn't really see i've asked him if he wants to take like a hip-hop or break dancing class or something and mm-hmm. he hasn't really ever gotten that into it mm-hmm. but you can like you can see that it's like in him. in him but teddy she's four and dang like all she wants to do is spin and dance and listen to music and sing really? so i imagine it's in my future mm-hmm. and how i feel about that is she's i'm like, torn Fuck, i gotta start this shit all <laughs> over again I'm super torn about it there is there's so much that comes with it but <clears throat> I'm hoping because I've experienced it, I can help um, alleviate uh, some of the stressors and the bullshit that comes with it. And so much of the, I think there's some misunderstandings when you're not on the inside of it as a parent. You don't see the decisions. You don't see why someone's chosen for that part. Hello, Mm. uh, competitions in dance world are insane, right? Like makes so much money for, for companies and things and parents and studios, but mostly parents put so much weight on these trophies that mm-hmm. these kids are winning or not winning. And sometimes I'm judging a competition and I'll judge something. I'll literally look down to write because I, it depends on who you're judging for. Sometimes you yeah. talk into a microphone like we're doing now, or sometimes you'll be writing onto a judging sheet mm-hmm. and we'll have seen 300 numbers. And I go to look down and I literally, it's gone. What did I just see? Cause mm-hmm. the next number is performing. Right. And so, yeah. and, and then I'm just like, Oh, um, well, she probably needed to point her toes. It doesn't happen often. I'm a good judge, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> there are these moments that this, you know, if she doesn't get this, uh, the gold or platinum or whatever the fuck, the parents are like, well, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's political. I've been in, I've been in rooms where someone's like, oh, well, they can't win that. Cause they already won this. And mm-hmm. you know, we've got to make sure that they get this. It's like anything else. And so I think kind of taking the, what's the saying from wizard of Oz? Like, the, the guy behind the, the curtain, the curtain mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is that Wizard of Oz? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> you, don't watch, you, want, you, you don't watch that many movies, huh? Say <laughs> 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 the last dance, Wizard of Oz. I'm obsessed with movies. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen them all. <laughs> but, you know, I kind of have had a peek behind that. And so uh. I think that, I, I try to share that with parents. So sometimes mm-hmm. maybe it's a good thing here, maybe it's not. Like, because I know that 
I mean, that's our society, right? We're all 100% obsessed with being number one and right. winning. And hey, man, sometimes you fucking right. lose. And, and it's okay. Yeah. And that doesn't define where it's going to take you. Right, like, right. it's really, really I mean, not that big of a deal. it's probably a good thing to be a loser every now and then. You, you, you don't want to be. But it's kind of. Yeah. Don't you, Rodrigo? <laughs> yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very difficult to be that loser, though, right? Mm. I mean, if you're looking at it in a place where you believe that you should have been number one, but if you're looking at it in a place where like, okay, that guy did something different right. that put him there and I didn't. But then that's when the doubt comes in for you, right? Like, well, why come I didn't think of that or that? Well, now you see it and now you apply it. Like, Yeah, I think that there, it's, again, that perspective, healthy perspective mm-hmm. and awareness. I think it's also, like I said before, the youthfulness thing. Like mm-hmm. when you're young, you're not thinking about all these different variables and shit sure like after you have some experience in life you're like oh shit right there's a lot more going on than totally. my life mm-hmm. well i when we grew up so my mom was a studio she was kind of in charge of the studio i was dancing for growing up and um we would go to competitions we would never win we would never win she made sure that you guys just no <laughs> no she wasn't trying to make that happen but she cared more about um us telling a story and feeling the movement and yeah. being different than giving someone the perfect routine which a lot of studios will come in with these perfect routines and there's no emotion there's no story there's no heart in it at all it's just calculated it's yeah. calculated yeah. clean movement which is fine sometimes but for my mom Excuse me, so sorry. She wanted to oh, how dare heart, you? heart and soul in your <laughs> movements. She wanted to, yeah. She just always said that that is more important to mm-hmm. be able to tell a story on stage. Just make someone feel something on stage is way more important than a gold trophy. So I'm super grateful for that. I think that's why I was able to do the jobs that I was did at such a young age and was able to, I mean, I was pretty much employed as a dancer my whole life until yeah. I decided that, you know, well, until my show last show closed and it's because, and a lot of these girls who get all the trophies are burnt out and over it because they didn't Mm. feel lots of things and they weren't able to connect with people on stage because they were worried about being absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. So again, what do people are like, uh, you asked again at the beginning, like what's the pinnacle? Some, Mm. for some people it's making the high school drill team and being perfect and performing at the shows and performing at halftimes. And then some people want to dance beyond that and do more and feel more. And yeah, I I guess I never really thought about like how much, where so many different places you could go with dance. Cause you could be a sports cheerleader professionally mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. you could dance in movies you could yeah. dance in shows on a strip and you used and to be able to <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the all the dancers in their prime so are like what friends. the fuck uh-huh. uh, they don't know like it's uh, it breaks my heart i feel very fortunate that i was kind of forced into my mm-hmm. like this new they better be ready for after covid though because they're saying that this city is going to be insane i believe it i hope so i hope so i hope that it uh comes back stronger than ever i want all my friends i read this article that said that the ceo employed. of rio they were gonna like knock it down or whatever and that they canceled mm-hmm. that and they hired the ceo of uh cosmo to help them remodel the entire thing because they're expecting that the city's gonna be wow. crazy after covid yeah well who knows when that's gonna be though right <laughs> hey man <laughs> you know no i've heard time i've heard by this summer i heard a whole year i've heard two years so uh well, i mean whatever it is i mean it's just yeah sit down Relax and, and wait. Take a, take yeah. a breath. Take a breath. Everybody Read a good out. book. Yeah. Start or, working on or, yourself. Or, or listen to it. Or listen to or it. Listen or to read it. it. <laughs> or listen to, <laughs> this po- listen to this podcast. Or open podcast. a damn book or and listen read to this it. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I couldn't, uh, I think uh, you were awesome, Kelly. Oh, thanks. Thank you so much for coming on. Of I really course. do appreciate it. Look, we've been talking for like over an hour. Just 
time flies by when fun. exactly right and i would love to have you back on okay um I'll, okay yeah, yeah we can do it we can do a little whole lifetime crew reunion we can yeah that's we, cute yeah. <laughs> bring, it, bring all the homies yeah bring all the homies and see what everybody on the door <laughs> like you guys are not allowed to talk about us <laughs> I think I, I, I all I can say are positive things about Lifetime. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Seriously. Place like, amazing. I learned so much. They took a chance on me. Like, I mm-hmm. I f- really believe that. And, again, I wanted I a little bigger a little cut than the two mil, though, from the two mil. That <laughs> I mean, then that would have been But I'm just, I'm super grateful for everything I learned from them. I definitely wouldn't be where I am in this moment without I, that experience. You may and the probably people. agree with this. Like the growth that I got as a trainer in that year or two, two years, year and a half that I was there, it, I think it's exponentially larger than the growth that I would have seen if I was not there. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Hmm. Yeah, sure. well, we're going to have to do a whole lifetime reunion uh, a podcast that I yeah. I mean, See I what s- everybody else is doing and uh, uh, see where... Uh, uh, lifetime is and um, and uh, yeah, just chat it up, have chat a good time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Rodrigo, where you at in the socials? R I G zero nine one. Just Instagram. Beautiful, Kelly. Hey, Insta. Uh huh. My Insta is Kelly Baker Coaching. K E L L I Baker Coaching. There you go. Beautiful. Oh, and then if, uh, they can just DM you if uh, they want to get information oh, about sure. about that program and all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, beautiful. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, check us out on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. What? I'm not dancing there. Uh, Baby I steps. See, though. I want to see. Steps. I'll come teach you a TikTok <laughs> dance, bitch. Let's go. Oh, now you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, we have Everybody, to. Everybody, it's coming out this soon. Is a, <laughs> this is a verbal agreement. Yeah. David's gonna take talk by you two. No, no, no you're no, gonna no, take talk. You. <laughs> I would die to see Rodrigo do a TikTok dance. Are you kidding me? I'd have to like drink half a bottle of tequila. <laughs> oh my gosh, that. But uh, um, all under the same name, Einstein's Fitness. If you want to hit us up for uh, questions, feedback, business inquiries, Einstein's Training at Gmail dot com. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. We're on all the. Uh, Podca- uh, podcast platforms uh, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, what, what, what. And uh, I want to give a big shout out to our, uh, our, our business partner, Hope Botanicals. They're here in Las Vegas. They have the biggest selection of Kratom uh, in the city. So uh, go over there and check them out. Tell them that uh, Iron Stance Fitness uh, told you uh, to go over there so we can get a nice little cut. You know what I'm okay. Saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we're not. We're not. Hey man, we gotta get paid. <laughs> <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.